0: And we are live. This is the Wrap It Up On Blast Raps Post Game Show. As always, my name is Sheldon Alexander. Thank you for joining me on the Wrap It Up Raps On Blast Post Game Show. This episode of Wrap It Up is brought to you by Clean Cuts Barbershop, 2013 Danforth Avenue in Toronto. Clean Cuts, the multicultural barbers that will always keep you fresh. For any occasion right mm-hmm. so go see skip and the crew and as a wise man once said tell him that i sent you check them out on instagram <laughs> at clean cuts toronto or give them a call 416-917-4833 to book your appointment now raptors fans yes fired up game. mikey how you doing man how you doing
1: after this i'm good <laughs> i'm good man
0: i agree with you mikey yeah. i totally agree with you as a toronto raptors they went against the Milwaukee Bucks, who came in as the top team in the NBA. I mean, Raptors I so, were, yeah. what, two or three, depending on percentage played points? played less games,
1: but yeah.
0: And the Raptors coming off a very disappointing loss in San Antonio. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be honest and think that most of the fan base was kind of nervous heading into this game against Milwaukee. No Kyle Lowry once again. Yeah. But the Raptors showed up, and they showed up in a big way.
1: Well, oh, what... What is the wild card weekend in football? This was the Eastern Conference (laughs) finals showcase, should we say? Yeah, it was a big game. Huge, huge win for the Raps. And what I was saying to you earlier is the narrative around the game against San Antonio was uh, Kawhi did it by himself, and none of the Raptors really stepped up in what was a game that we should have done for Kawhi, but Mm
0: -hmm.
1: just a couple days later today... The Raptors played a great, great team game. and They all stepped up huge. The starters were lighting it up.
0: The starters definitely lit it up. And you know what's lighting up right now? The chat rooms on both sides. Shout out to all the people on Instagram tuning in with the questions and comments. At Sheldon Alexander. Shout out to the people on Twitter where you catch this post-game show live in each... Sorry. Live after each and every Toronto Raptors uh, game. On Twitter, at Shell Alexander. Now to get all of those, you know, all the the procedurals out out of the way, way. right? Uh, Let's get to the shits, because this was a crazy game, and I was fired up, and I took a lot of comments from the last game as well. Mm -hmm. The fan base after that loss in San Antonio, and as you mentioned, they kind of let Kawhi down, and one thing that stood out to me was there's some very serious comments coming from Danny green coming from Fred Van fleet at the end of that game that led you to believe there might've been some conversations had afterwards, but either way,
1: closed door meeting
0: maybe. maybe i don't know but it just maybe seemed the like there was, the year, yeah. there are some strong things right like yeah. if we go back uh, i'm gonna read one of the quotes here this is after the it, game it was a Thursday. game you should have got up
1: for right for
0: sure and the starters did not show no, up for yeah. that game at all yeah. everyone not named Kawhi and norman powell played horribly in san antonio so after that game you hear things from danny green like this where he says quote things are there's things that we probably need to nip in the butt soon I think it happens with time and patience, but also with health. I think mm. we're being too patient at times and waiting. I think we need to jump on it right away and fix these problems, ASAP, regardless of who's healthy mm. right and it, it kind of like to me is setting the tone about you know then this morning at shoot Around, he also says it seems as if we're watch as if watching some film we're going to go through the motions a little bit, not being sharp, not coming out the way we need to or not out ready
1: with help. You mean like just help of the other teammates, help of outside the like, team?
0: Like I with, think he's saying like, Oh, sorry. With health, with health, 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 health,
1: health. not health. That's help. my
0: bad. Okay. No, no, no. So here's the thing,
1: right? That's That, that was going to be big. If you said, no, 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 That's no, no, what no, I was like, is this a shot so, to the GM? Yeah, I think okay. he's
0: talking to the starters and himself included, right? Mm-hmm. He said yeah, he played horrible in injuries. that last game. Yeah. He said he played horribly in that last game, right? He wasn't holding himself out of that, mm-hmm. but. When you have one of your veteran starters come out and say things that strong in the post game and in the shoot around, and then you see the starters all come out and play how crazy they did tonight, did they get the message? Do you think the starters got the message kinda?
1: Yeah, definitely. And now Danny Green seems to have taken the spokesperson mm-hmm. job for the Raptors. Yeah. Lovable. Veteran, Kawhi's not gonna do that kyle's salty so yeah so i mean this wasn't just coming straight from the mouth of danny green himself this was coming from probably like what was somewhat of a closed door meeting and they all agreed that this is what needs to happen Mm -hmm. Danny green just spoke about it and yeah massively danny green had a good game but fred van fleet stepped up huge
0: so let's, let's not beat around the bush yeah, here, right? Let's go through it. the let's starters. Some, yeah. So Danny Green, as mentioned, 12 points, nine rebounds for Danny Green, big, two of three. Big steals at the end, too. Yeah, two <laughs> of three from three-point land, and you mentioned the defense. The whole team yeah. played great defense, great. but the starters were the thing that won the game for the Raptors, right? Fred Van Fleet, I'm just going to read off the starters. It wasn't even close. <laughs> yeah. Fred Van Fleet, 21 points, eight assists, five rebounds. Freddie was five of eight from, from three-point three land. Yeah. That's massive. Kawhi Leonard, 30 points, 6 rebounds, 6 assists, 5 steals from Kawhi Leonard. Yeah. Siakam. Siakam, career high, 30 points, right? Serge Ibaka, 25 points, 9 rebounds, 5 assists. Like, this was all the starters and the bench. They didn't really get much from the bench. Yeah,
1: guys, the, the second half, pretty much, I mean, besides maybe DeLon coming in for a couple minutes, it was just those 5. Oh, yeah. It was,
0: Yeah. This was a thing where I, I felt like the starters came together and they figured some things out here. because We're going
1: to win this or lose this. Yeah, yeah and yeah.
0: one of the themes we were talking about from the past few games was there's a lack of chemistry, a lack of ball movement from the mm-hmm. Raptors. And right away, right out the gate, Milwaukee came out firing and the Raptors took that first punch. Mm-hmm. They continued to move the ball. They continued to, to just have a ton of assists, but also there was a trust factor. I liked early on and, hey, listen... The people that follow this podcast and listen to me ramble and talk shit after each and every game, sometimes you might think I'm just spewing random shit, but one of the things I kept talking about was it doesn't look like Kawhi and Siakam had any type chemistry. of continuity or chemistry at all. Till today. What was the first play of the game the Raptors ran? It was a pick and roll with from Kawhi Leonard to and uh, Pascal Siakam. We saw that play run more and more throughout this game where... Mm-hmm. That's Nick Nurse forcing some chemistry between those yeah. two guys, forcing some continuity within the offense. And another career high for Siakam, but the other thing is Kawhi, right? We talked about the past few games Kawhi, I think, had. We were laughing because Kawhi had four assists yeah. in, like, the four games. He had he's five on, assists
1: alone in this game. He's on a, quite the run, too. Leo or someone was saying career best in his – I don't know the exact stat, It was uh, I mean,
0: consecutive best. games with 20 or yeah. more points. I yeah. think it's, like, 16
1: now. Yeah. And his handles too. I never knew Kawhi to be as good. His handles are do
0: you know, nasty. Do you know who we got to give credit for or credit to that for? Um, Raptors assistant coach Phil Handy. Yeah, Phil Andy, Handy. No
1: pun. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, he's man. a great Every, follow I mean, on Instagram. Been, even, Lebr- even LeBron had one of those posts when, when Kawhi did that crossover. It's, it's becoming one of the games. He's become one of the game's best dribblers.
0: Phil Handy is a great follow on Instagram, but you see a lot of guys crediting the work because he used to be with the Cavs, and Mm -hmm. obviously Kyrie Irving. Yeah, one of those things, and it was funny because I I I remember this and it stood out in my mind because after the Raptors played the Celtics, there was a play where Kyrie ended up switched on Kawhi, and Kawhi like gave him the crossover, gave him the business. Mm -hmm. But later on, when that play was posted on Instagram. Kyrie commented on it, and he was like, I just wanted to test out to see if the handle was oh. real. <laughs> and Phil Handy liked it. And yeah, so yeah. they have like a playful, because okay, he okay. used to be the assistant coach so in Cleveland as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? But his whole thing is about like obviously ball handling ball and handling all that and stuff, yeah. right? So no, he not, deserves a lot of credit. It's been
1: put on notice, yeah. Especially, Kawhi's handle is disgusting. Yeah, it, it is. I never, never knew it was that good.
0: The one thing There's I want It's another thing to like,
1: Raptors fans. It's another <sighs> thing to like.
0: It's funny the swings of the season, right? And I always try to keep things even keel, but nope. I can't lie. I was very upset after, as a fan, very upset at the end of that Spurs game just because the, the team basically no-showed, right? Yeah. And there was no chemistry, no nothing. And then we see the complete opposite in a game like this, but it's on the flip side. Raptors were 1-5 in in their last six road games. And what did you think, how did you think they played in a hostile environment in Milwaukee where the crowd's going crazy? Mm-hmm. How do you think they, they handled that? It, well,
1: it was, it was really a game of runs. And mm-hmm. what I noticed is every time the Bucks would make, push a little bit of a comeback and tie it or Giannis hit that three, there would be a big stop and the Raptors would quickly go on a quick 6-0, yeah. 7-0 run. Mm-hmm. And there was a point in the fourth where there's was about seven minutes left when it was quietly, the, the Bucks just came back, 8-0 run, went up by one. And then there was, I, I believe it was a Danny Green player or something like that. And the, the next thing you knew, the Raptors were up by eight. <laughs> and it was like, and then they never looked back from there.
0: It was crazy. You're right. I was calling them silencers during the game, right? It, and, was... it, it,
1: it quiets the crowd down, right? Like the, the crowd gets crazy. They do that comeback. And then you just go on a quickly for a run, timeout, and then yeah. it's done.
0: Thing again, where we talked about the bench, and the bench really struggled in this game. I, what was the number? It was DeLon Norman. One for OG. fifteen. Yeah, DeLon Norman Og combined Bad. to go one for fifteen in this game. They did not play well, and they were basically like treading water yeah. in that fourth quarter against the Bucks as the Bucks were making a run. And you mentioned it. I was calling them silencers, but there was a major one where. Uh Surge gets the ball. Surge drives. He got a huge and one.
1: He blocked the. He blocked Giannis.
0: Then there was that Giannis play, right?
1: Came back, yeah, and then he hit that. the, the three I think he hit, he the hit three, three, and then yeah. he hit the and one, yeah. Yeah,
0: and there's just a quick run right there to sort of stop the bleeding because yep. the Raptors were really, really struggling at that point. Then later on, the Bucks come back. The crowds into it. The crowds making another crazy, or the crowds feeding off the run made by the Bucks. And then what happens there? We see Kawhi Leonard comes, gets a ball.
1: Gives it to Siakam.
0: Said to calms everyone down. Yep. He runs a pick and roll at Siakam. Siakam, Siakam hits a three. Done. Boom. Yeah. Then Kawhi gets a steal. Steel.
1: The other end, yeah.
0: Does his normal, you know.
1: And then I think was gets Danny to Green. A spot. Have, Danny, Danny Green hit a couple big threes, too. Yeah. There's one that reminded me, I said it reminded me of kind of how Kyle, with, when, he, when he started getting his mojo going, it's mm-hmm. just a faro oh three. You yeah. Know, to start the... I think it was the start the third quarter. Yeah, it was a big game.
0: I think the thing, too, that was so frustrating about the Spurs game was because the Raptors had played so well on the road this season, and one yeah. of the reasons why I always thought they would do well in the playoffs was because in the playoffs, you need to win big games on the road. If you can't play in hostile environments, you're going to lose in the playoffs, right? Mm-hmm. And you see this game. The crowd was so loud. I Milwaukee course, yeah. is a great environment. Oh, yeah. Super loud. I thought it was funny too. At one point, Kawhi made a turnover and they played the Kawhi laugh over the, oh, the loudspeaker. I didn't even yeah. That. <laughs> they played the, right? So it's like, yeah. <laughs> it was actually really funny. But it's just a, a hostile environment for the Toronto Raptors to go in and have their starters. And that's where you're talking about your vets, mm-hmm. your Danny Greens, your Kawhi Leonards, Serge Ibaka. These are guys that have yeah. made, played in NBA finals. Like they've been in playoff battles, they've been in tough environments, not phased at all. As you said, Milwaukee would make the run. Raptors are okay. Where well, most teams are going to fold under that. Because they, they
1: did it the right times, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. At, I remember saying about two minutes left in the, the second quarter. I said, if they could go into the half, even down by five, and, and, and they, they got it to down by one. Yeah. And then what happens, they come into the third quarter, 5-0 run, that's when Danny hit that big three, yeah. quieted the crowd right from the third quarter. And then, it, you know what I mean, a couple little runs there, but it, it never really was... Too close from that point, except for that one honest, yeah. three, But yeah. And
0: as we mentioned, right? The Bucks come into this game as the best team in the league. They'd won five straight games by an average of nineteen and a half points. Yeah. Like that's pretty crazy. So Most the Raptors are in the league too, yeah. I know the Bucks are on the second night of a back to back and I, I get that, cool, mm-hmm. but they were they had a pretty solid rest after blowing out. I think it was the Hawks they played last mm-hmm. night. And they basically ran them out of the gym, right? So it was an interesting game for, for the Raptors, and I think they did a great job of taking the punch from the Spurs and just battling back, keeping it close, and then winning it on the defensive end. Yes. We talked about the starters scoring, but how important was the defense that the Raptors played? You mentioned, who was it? You mentioned Danny Green with some key Danny steals, Green, right? Danny Green, a couple
1: big steals. Yep. Uh, Abaka, that huge, that was a massive block. That was a turning point. To a
0: right block there. on Giannis. That's a that big one. That was a
1: turning point. And then he comes back in the other end and gets the three. Yeah. Yeah, the defense was big this game.
0: So two things I always say, people, when we're talking about playoff success, can you play defense and can you play well on the road? The Raptors, the Raptors can do that. Mm -hmm. And that's why I think they'll be successful long term. But this was just a great game in terms of atmosphere, in terms of the fan base is fired up. You know what? Let me let me go into the chat and get some comments here or start off on uh youtube or youtube wow listen to me eh? not yet start off on uh, on instagram i'm too hyped up it seems as i'm scrolling to the beginning because there's a lot of comments here already but we'll start off first person says uh nice to blog a win yes that is correct very true uh dude what's up with the lack of end of game plays Kawhi iso is good enough to be the play but why is there no diversity I, I totally agree with that. Kawhi's been cooking.
1: So. Kawhi, you got...
0: the tough part is Kawhi's been cooking. You're right. Yeah. And I think at the very end of the game, at most, you're going to get maybe a pick and roll from Kawhi. and They're Scott. not
1: double them. So, yeah, one-on-one, on one, you'll ice them every time. man.
0: The thing, too, when the offense was playing as well as it was in this game, mm-hmm. guys are feeling themselves a little more than they would be if the offense was stalling. What I mean is the assist numbers, right? Assist numbers were up in this yeah, game. Yeah,
1: but... 27, yeah. 28 this is team assist. Yeah. yeah,
0: when there's ball movement, dudes are getting easy shots. And then by the time now you get to the end of the game, you're feeling well. You're feeling good, right? Everyone's feeling good. Kawhi shot a crazy percentage, which is another reason why, you know, you're not too mad or too mad. Eight for 16, and a lot of those misses came at the end of the game, mm-hmm. right? So he shot a very high percentage. Siakam shot a very high percentage. Siakam was 11 for 15. Serge was 11 for 17. Ben Fleet six for twelve, like all you have all your starters shooting over fifty percent, like that is ridiculous. And no, you're not going to get that that production every every single night, but you're happy to get it in a game like this where you really, really need it.
1: But you won't be depending on those five for that much scoring that when you get Kyle back.
0: Exactly. When you, when get, you get JV
1: back, back right? Exactly. I mean, Monroe will go back to the bench. Exactly. You won't be playing DeLon and them that much. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, and, and that's the good thing, guys. The, it, t- the one thing I, I wanted to point out, too, is how good Van Fleet played. And he played, we looked he at this, really he played well. really well against them, even the, the, the last game when Milwaukee came and had that narrow victory yeah. in Toronto. But tonight was a true point guard night for him. Like mm-hmm. He was a starting point guard, in what is the two bet the league's two best teams, especially in the, at least in the Eastern Conference, and he played a full game, and he, he played on every aspect, every every spectrum. He did well. Yeah, he hit some big threes, five most of the big threes. He dished out assists. He played good defense. He handled all the minutes. Right, mm-hmm. that's what you want from your point guard, and then to think that we still have Kyle, that's going to be a comeback. That's yeah. where the depth is, is is massive. Yeah. yeah, I know everybody's saying they want another scorer, another shooter. So do I, but. To to, to to see that against one of the biggest games after for, after having a dud like he did in, in San Antonio, that's massive.
0: Yeah, and you got to look at it, right? 21 points. I think this is Fred's best game of the season. Yes, 21 points, eight sure. assists, five rebounds.
1: Five, five threes is what's Five
0: there. threes is massive. Yeah. Massive. And at key points. And that's the thing, too, because the Raptors, uh, we were talking about three-point shooting early on in this game, right? And heading into this one, the Toronto Raptors were just on a bad run in terms of shooting Three-point threes. Yeah. Turned, yeah, they had One fallen. Of the worst in the
1: league. Took 26th. Or yeah, something.
0: they fell to like 26th in the league, but they were shooting 31% from three in their last 16 games, right? So, you know that for the majority of those 16 games, 10 of those games, Kyle Lowry's been out. He's, he's probably. OG's what? most
1: of that, though. <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah. True, so, right? He's an
1: OG's got, we said it before, he's got to go to the bucket. But anyway, Kyle's yeah.
0: probably what? Their second best. Three Most point shooter, right? Shooter, yeah. So or you're Danny, missing, yeah. yeah. Or, no, or Danny's, Danny's probably one. The best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Danny's number one. Kyle's yeah, probably number yeah. two. So the last 16 games, you're only shooting 31 mm-hmm. from three. That's without your second best three point shooter for 10 of those 16 games, right? But to see Fred hit those shots because they were getting wide open looks mm-hmm. in those other games, they're mm-hmm. just missing them. Siaka missing open threes. You mentioned OG.
1: That, that Denver game was the worst. That, one of the last. Yeah, that was. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the furthest end of the spectrum and. And then this is, you know what I mean, the other side. So I mean, it's tipsy, term. It's a, like you said, it's a process. It's good and to see the flip it, side. Yeah, I mean, it's when you when you have those games where you're just like, wow, we need help, and then you see this, and you know, help's coming mm-hmm. through in your own. It's you know, it's good to know that the depth there.
0: Yeah, it's little adjustments, as I mentioned. It was cool to see the Kawhi, the adjustment of the Kawhi Pascal pick and roll as mm-hmm. opposed to the Kawhi and Surge pick and roll. Yeah. Great adjustment there by Nick Nurse. Also, shouts to Leo for bringing this up during the game. But the difference they played on Giannis and Tadekumpo, in terms of yes. Leo was kept bringing it up during the game. In terms of why are you guarding up on him? Right? Let him shoot. Yeah. Let that's him what shoot. I said too. Yeah. If he hits a three, cool. Because no
1: problem. If you if he makes that first move on you, he's gone. It's yeah. nobody's stopping him. Yeah.
0: Once he's going downhill, you can't yeah. stop. Once him, right? he's in the paint, it's, it's, <laughs> put, throw your arms up. Really. But how excited would you be? I mean, it'd be a nerve-wracking series, but what an exciting seven-game series this, the Raptors and Bucks would be in the playoffs. That would, yeah,
1: but... <laughs> That's what it. I'm hoping is the Eastern Conference, but, I mean, that or Boston would yeah. both be... Uh, I would love to beat Boston more. We just have that rivalry, you know? Everything, yeah, it yeah, seems yeah. like Toronto and Boston, whether it's hockey, baseball, whatever, Just, but that would, yeah, this would be a great matchup.
0: Uh, let me get to some more comments here. Let me bring up the uh, Twitter feed and see some comments there. Someone on Twitter says Pascal played great. Yep. Definitely is mentioned career high 30 points from Pascal. He did a little bit of everything. I yeah. felt like he was more under control in this game for the most part. We saw a lot more plays where, because my thing with Pascal and sometimes it's kind of why I hate Twitter as well. Cause sometimes I'll tweet stuff out and, it, and then I'll read it back and it comes off as if I'm like hard on Pascal mm-hmm. or I'm hating on Pascal. But my thing is, you get to a point where, and we see it with Norm sometimes too, right? You could literally shoot and get a tough shot off every single time down the floor, Yeah. right? And so you have to learn a difference between when you do take those tough shots and when you don't take those tough shots. And sometimes Pascal kind of gets out of control and he's, he's kind of chucking it up too much he and trying to the take those level tough. Of, uh, it's like, slow down, yeah. calm down. And I think we saw that in this game where between him and Kawhi, they would drive, and they could take that tough shot, but, but they, they would pass it pass out to it the, the other to guy an easier shot. Yeah, exactly. And I thought that. Yeah, really I felt like
1: good. Siakam was the bat, the Robin to the Kawhi being Batman. You did this. mention that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they they it's pretty really solid ge- duo. No, they really gelled. Yeah, definitely gelled today. It's kind of it like a Elk new coming. age,
0: and I know this is gonna sound crazy, and I might get killed for it. So understand and I'm grading this on a curve, <laughs> oh,
1: but I'm, I'm saying it's this. like
0: the new age Mike and Scotty in the okay. sense of like. Two guys who are great scores, but also play lockdown mm-hmm. defense. Yep. And when they get out there and decide we're gonna guard the other team, right? Like, it's shut down basketball. What
1: I noticed from Siakam too, more almost what's thirty points, but most of his points weren't all coming off of the break, right? Mm-hmm. He was scoring, yeah. like you said, a little bit here, a little bit there, and ones. Yeah, nice big shots. I, I don't know how many threes he hit off the top of my head, but I think he hit a couple, a couple big ones. Yep. Yeah, it was nice to see the Three diversity in his game. Yeah.
0: Yeah definitely uh more comments and i really want to get to the comments because there's a lot in here and again we do this conversation to get a, a, a taste of the fan base and how the fan base is feeling after each and every game right so this was a big game people are fired up more comments someone said uh on twitter i think raptors wanted to give Demar that win <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know what i think honestly i'm not we'll go back and comments i don't know no, it's all right when you know you have two massive games like you do back to back with Milwaukee and Indiana that really mean more to you because it's in your conference in your division. I think once San Antonio just got out to that ridiculous first quarter lead,
0: mm-hmm.
1: they tried and tried I, I I think they might have said, like, ah, are we really gonna push ourselves when we might not like I hope not, but it might have been it seemed like that might have been the narrative where like, yeah, no, obviously they're not gonna want DeMar to have that I know win, what you're saying. you know what I mean? Like when you when it, it seemed like it might have been impossible almost to come back at, at, at one of those points. They made a little spur. This is talking about the other game, but I don't know. Maybe that was just they saved themselves. That's just saying. Like think
0: it was like Demar playing against his little kids.
1: Yeah. Right? Like
0: everyone that's not Kawhi or Danny Green, yeah. right? Those are like Demar's sons. Yeah. Pascal, yeah, he Fred, he call, OG, he says he goes,
1: Norm. He says he calls them and texts them after every game, good or bad. Oh, yeah? So that's, that's what cool. he said. Yeah. That's cool
0: uh someone else on twitter no cj equals a win yeah <laughs> shots fired even though the whole maybe the bench could have used cj today i don't uh, know the because cj would have shot just as poorly as everyone else did the off the bench uh, Norm. uh but baby we back siakam slash Kawhi combo is awesome uh pascal keeps setting career highs let's see another comment here on twitter captain obvious says currently their best lineup by far Kawhi, Pascal, Fred, Serge in green. That's their starting lineup, right? Yeah, that was their starting lineup tonight.
1: See, I completed um, a little bit of the five a bit in the second. He did. They yeah. did like a stretch, athletic stretch. Oh, yeah. Nurse had something like that. It was Uh, was more
0: Siakam in the bench, but... Yeah, someone highlighting this, and it deserves to be highlighted. And it it still doesn't even tell you, like, just the game that Kawhi Leonard really had. But 36, 6, and 5 steals is such a Kawhi-like stat line. Yeah. Like, that's just work. That's just a little bit of everything affecting the game in all facets He was just on one tonight on so many levels. And he he scored 30 points, which is the same as Siakam. Mm -hmm. But when you add in all the other like five steals in a game, like that's legit. And And a couple
1: non-calls again. He probably could have got to line a little bit more.
0: Yeah, missed some free throws here and there too. It's just a big boy Kawhi Leonard game.
1: I'm used to that now. Like, like, I always do it sometimes. Yeah, sometimes we say, (laughs) you know, who's the MVP of the game and all that. And I honestly just bypass Kawhi a little because I'm like (laughs) I expect that so it's between then fleet or Siakam right because I mean like you're gonna expect 25 to 35 Kawhi with Mm. your right five six three steals yeah
0: Uh, another comment here they brought the discipline in this game I totally agree and they just came out with and I read those quotes on purpose right because I really think that the message was sent Mm -hmm. and the message was heard loud and clear. Everyone kind of knew they didn't play well the last few games. And so the starters came out like on a mission right from the get-go. Confidence builder. We needed that. More comments from Instagram. Again, shout out to all the people. You can always send your comments and questions on Instagram at Sheldon Alexander or on Twitter in that chat group, Shell Alexander. Uh, Let's see. Mr. Spicy does it again. (laughs) Yes, shouts to, to yeah, Pascal. Yeah, guys. One
1: thing I want to ask too, while we go through the comments, is Pascal Siakam. We mentioned this before. Is he now pretty, pretty much? It's his title to lose the most improved yeah, player. I think so. A hundred percent. Yeah. Because I mean, I said, Karis Lavert on Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. We mentioned before he's been hurt, gruesome ankle injury, but yeah, he was tearing it up. Um, but yeah, it's definitely the most improved belongs to Siakam this year. Yeah, and it's it's
0: becoming the norm with him too. For sure, for sure, definitely, and especially with the injury to Kyle Lowry, it's such a, it's such a relief to see the emergence of Siakam. Yeah. Because the other thing too, that I was thinking, and I was kind of mad I didn't bring this up after the Spurs game, but I was wondering what would this Raptors season be like if they didn't trade Kawhi for DeMar DeRozan, and so you lose Danny Green. There's no Danny Green as well. But what would the season be like with an Injured Kyle Lowry, and then you have Demar Siakam playing. Like, yeah, what Kawhi has brought when, to this team?
1: Siakam, like his Siakam's glow up, like when, he did. Yeah, the yeah. Siakam
0: glow up was still there, but I'm saying everything that Danny Green and Kawhi Leonard bring to this team defensively mm-hmm. and the just leadership. like leadership and just championship Yeah, like. I don't know where this team would be if they kept the same team again for another year going forward. And to me, that was the biggest takeaway from watching that Spurs game. But anyways, back to this game. Uh, Looks like Van Fleet needs rest, but he can't. Yeah, he took a hard fall. Was it at the end of the third quarter?
1: Yeah, he needed a breather, but he got back up, yeah.
0: Got back up, but it's going to be tough, right? Because as Kyle, and let me read this from Kyle Lowry, the Kyle Lowry update. Uh, First off, yes. As someone points out on Twitter, happy to see Kyle's support on the bench. I totally agree. Mm-hmm. It was one of the things we talked about at the end of last game, where it was weird to finally see him on the, on the bench, bench when he's been hurt. Yeah, against the Spurs, like that was the first time he showed up on the bench when he was and injured. And then if he
1: misses today's game, it'll be like, okay, Wait, like, yeah, you just yeah. wanted to say what up to your boy, like, <laughs> right? Yeah,
0: come on. So it was good to see <laughs> Kyle on the bench again. But here's the thing: so the latest update from Kyle. This is from Eric Kareen. So he said, this is from this morning's shoot-around, Kyle is working up a sweat again some with some Raptors staffers, and Alex McKechnie, who's watching before Raptors shoot-around this morning, he remains doubtful for tonight's game, obviously we know he didn't mm-hmm. play, um, he was saying in the locker room on Thursday that it's about going through a workout and feeling good the next day. So to me, that's where we're at right now, Kyle Lowry, and that to me is worrisome, right? Because here... You uh, get the injections in your back, yeah, right, in to New York, yeah, relieve yeah. the pain, right, so that you're feeling better. You can play.
1: But the, uh, I'll counter that because, you know, too, Kyle isn't the type of player that's going to slowly be injected into the lineup. He's not going to come in and play 14 minutes. He's coming in, mm-hmm. and he's playing 32 to 34 minutes. For sure. And You know what I mean? And if he's not at that yet, like, yeah, normally you would bring in a player – like that, and, and slowly bring him in, maybe 15 minutes, maybe 17 but it's Not everybody, but Kyle's not one of those people. Mm-hmm. He's going to come and he's going to take charges. He's going to go full out. He's going to die for balls in the crowd and all that, right? So, yeah. I mean, as a Raptor fan, as someone who, like, you've been preaching all season, this is a process, mm-hmm. I'd rather him come back completely, fully healthy.
0: No, I, I totally agree with you there. Then... Uh,
1: Bowing down to him being like, okay,
0: we'll put you in 34 minutes. Are you sure you're okay? You know what I mean? No, I I agree with you there. I'm more worried with the sense that he's worried about being, I guess, pain-free now the day after a workout. Well, you're not going to be pain-free playing during this
1: season. trying to get 16 wins in June.
0: Yeah, right? Right? And that's going to be tough. That's what I'm worried about, right? Like, I know he could probably play right now. And as they're saying, he's worried about how does he feel the next day. So you're right. There's got to be a way where you can pace him out. Hopefully, Kawhi Leonard, they're saying, they're anticipating. I don't know if the sound has come out yet from post game, but they're saying pregame, they think Kawhi might start playing in back to backs now. Yeah. Right? Is so he, he might play tomorrow? tomorrow. Yeah. I don't know if that's changed after the game, so. but. That's a big game. They said early that they assume that Kawhi might play tomorrow night. So if he's off the back to backs, maybe. Kyle will now be on the back-to-back program where he, he doesn't play yes, on the second night of back-to-backs, yes, yes. right? That might be a smart thing. Mm-hmm. But again, this was just a much-needed performance from the Toronto Raptors. I think to like just send the message within the room and for to see everyone play, this was, I think, the best game we've seen Kawhi Leonard play within the offense,
1: Yeah,
0: right? Disturbed because I felt like area. we yeah. talked about it all the time. He's been getting busy all year but he's been getting busy on ISO ball because he's just that good and can get a shot. Whatever. Mm-hmm. I thought the ball was moving around. He was swinging the ball around. Yeah. He was passing up tough shots to get guys easier shots. It was just a great performance by the Raptors and shouts to the people in the chat. Cause there's still way more stuff in here too. Uh, someone mentioned when was the last time the team had 20 plus from four yeah, players. Good point. You um, mentioned it during the broadcast lot. and I totally forget. I thought I wrote it down and I didn't. But I want to say it was like, no, I'm not even going to try to guess because I'm going to guess wrong. Because <laughs> they said it during the broadcast and I totally forget. Like the Chris Bosh days or? Someone will bring it up. Someone will bring it up in the chat Someone for sure. Google it. Google that's it how and good, see. Let us know. That's how good our uh, our, our listeners are, right? Uh, five po- bench points is concerning. Are you concerned by that as this commenter yes. brings up in Instagram?
1: Yes, I am.
0: <laughs> Here, here's why I'll say I'm not as worried about it right and the reason is to me your bench is going to struggle because of the injuries right and yeah. so again it's not what Kyle it's not about how great Kyle Lowry is or how much better Kyle is than Fred or how much better Serge is not Serge how much better JV is than Monroe it's not so much about that it's about when you put those guys back into the lineup it pushes everyone back down to their yes no, proper I don't. spots right so Fred doing that leading the first the second unit that helps, that means Norm doesn't have to be such a heavy ball handler mm-hmm. within the, the second unit, right? DeLon isn't the lead guard now in your second unit. That just makes everyone in a better position, right? And I think that's what changes things when you add those guys, because you add Kyle, then now Fred's part of your bench, cool. Yeah. You add JV, okay, well now JV or Surge are part of your bench. So automatically your bench gets an upgrade once those guys that are hurt now Come back. So I'm not too worried. Yes, you don't want to see those guys go one for fifteen. Norm's been playing better. Norm's been playing better. He had his out of control just, moments in this game. I, I, OG I, I, worries me though. OG does, and 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 I was
1: saying it like is I know he's only 21 or 22 mm. years old, but man, is maybe now the sell high time? not even right now, but I just I don't know. I just I've been of doing or or getting a. Another score, another shooter, scorer, another shooter. Mm-hmm. Harrison Barnes. No. <laughs> but, God, man, I, I just, I don't know. I, I just, I, I think we still need to make a move. Yes, we need healthy. Yeah. Everybody does going into the playoffs. But if you have, and I like Danny Green in the starting five, but I mean, if maybe the veteran, you could have him kind of come off the bench and you could get maybe another small four or someone, another shooter.
0: Yeah, you it's tough. And I'll, you'd I'll have to give honest. up someone
1: good. You might have to give up an OG, but all right.
0: I'll be honest. I've been constantly on the side of this team healthy. I'm okay with it. I don't think you need to make another move, but as this goes along, I'm worried about Kyle's health. And if Kyle isn't healthy, then I'm on board with everybody else. Mm-hmm. You need to make a big move. Yeah. Um, if you do have, if you do in fact have championship aspirations for this one and done, well,
1: here, yeah, right? you, you should. Right, because you don't know if Kawhi is staying, so yeah. go for it this year. Right.
0: Yeah. Uh, more comments from Instagram: Defense and ball movement is a game plan. Keep that going, and it creates rhythm for all their shots to go down. Yeah. It seems it seems too simple, right? Ball movement, swing pass, passing up good shots for great shots. Yep. All of a sudden, now shots fall. Right. And
1: surges, almost automatic shot from the tip of the paint. Right. It's all but certain.
0: Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, Fred Van Fleet hits big shot at big moments. It's Today, true. Yeah. He,
1: tonight, he yeah, always yeah.
0: seems to like whether yeah. he's shooting. Steady Freddy. Whether he's shooting poorly or he's having a great shooting game. It always seems like crunch time. Fred hits a big shot at mm-hmm. some point. Right. Uh, Not concerned about the bench. Rotations tighten in the playoffs. Nurse rose the st- rode The stars. Siakam and Leonard played 38 minutes. Lowry will start and JV will spell a Finals run or nothing. Wow. I like where this guy's head's at, but he brings up a very good point as well. Yeah.
1: The, the Nick bench.
0: nurse's adjustment. Yeah. The bench was, up. well, the bench was struggling in the first half. And right? he just went starters. Yeah. And for the third quarter, he rode the starters and extended their minutes. Yeah. And it was an interesting adjustment from Nick nurse. Cause I feel like it was the first time that he went away from, you know, just the normal pattern of these are the bench. This is the bench rotation. This is when the bench plays. I'm gonna ride them out from here. Like they were struggling, yeah. right? And so statement. when the when the starters come out in the third and they started off on that great run, as you mentioned, Mikey, to ride them and let them play a little longer to see how far that run would go, instead of them coming out of the lineup when they're maybe up three or four, they're up ten mm-hmm. when you're turning it over to the bench. How much more important was that that adjustment by Nick Nurse in this game?
1: Well, he he, he basically saw what was going on and it, it, it just had, and like you said with the, the, the way that Danny green said what was going on and, and how they're going to um, uh, fix their mistakes. He basically took out the guys that were <clears throat> one for 15 mm-hmm. and he brought in the, brought in the starting five and he just kept them in. And, it, and every time you think that maybe Nick nurse would call a timeout and do a little bit of a change. The Raptors got a steal and came back on a run. And like I said, brought about eight and 10 where you're like, okay, I don't have to. Yeah. Right. I mean, every time it almost got that close and it was a couple times, the Raptors came right back and just killed the momentum.
0: Yeah. I'm telling you guys too. If you start to listen to this podcast, you'll know I talk about defense. Don't forget about defense in this era of basketball. Yes. The pace of play is up. Yes. The scoring numbers are up, but if your team plays defense, that will be the key to win. And what Mike just said is so big. Right, whenever the Raptors needed a big stop, they got it. Whether whenever it was a ball off a of
1: foot, yeah. out of bounds or a steal, the, the, the sloppy plays, the Raptors got control of the ball. Yeah, in every aspect.
0: Yeah, uh, here's a great question from Instagram. This person asks, "Great win, however, should we get Bradley Beal this season? Is do or die all in Maasai.
1: I would love Bradley Beal and the, great, so, the trade talk trade, but no, because you would just have to really. Really, uh, so you give know up they'd want Siakam. The Raptors yeah. aren't going to you know, give up
0: Siakam, and and then you don't. Would you give up OG, DeLon, and picks?
1: Yes, but th- I think Bradley Beal. He he's, has the same problem Washington right now, where it's when John Wall was healthy, he's out for the season. But it's like, mm-hmm. who does the ball go to? And I don't know. Will we don't know? Will the chemistry be good with him and Kawhi? Right. True. Like I already said, this. I'll just call it out right now, what I was talking about earlier. Harrison Barnes. Okay, mm-hmm. he's on Dallas. Mm-hmm. They're not making the playoff Said He's making $25 million this year, $25 million next year, and then he's a free agent. He's averaging top 10 in three points. He's only 26 years old. He's balling lights out right now. Mm-hmm. Small forward slash power forward. You could use him at the four, sometimes a buck at the five. If you could trade out something like that, I would give up maybe an OG, I know it's a lot, but I think Harrison Barnes would be a perfect complement to Kawhi where he's not a big ego. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He's not one of the, the, the bigger players. Now, is Harrison Barnes, like we mentioned, is even available? That I don't know. Bradley Beal would be great, but you always gotta, you can't mess with chemistry. Yeah. Right? And that's something I mentioned even earlier mm-hmm. with you is because the, the point was, guys, is we're like, man, OG is not scared to shoot. <laughs> he just even keeps if he shooting men- at. Yeah. But neither is any of them. And you yeah. know why? Because the team is pretty even-keeled. Like, there's no alpha male in that. Yes, there is on the court with Kawhi, but he's not one of those guys that will, you know what I mean? Chewing
0: someone out. Right?
1: And you don't want... One, I'm not saying Bradley Beal is that, but you don't want one of those to come in and kind of mess it up. I mm-hmm. think they have what right now is really good chemistry. They all like each other. I don't know. Yeah. How, but, you know, so that's just where I would hinder just a bit with the Bradley Beal. Would I want him? Of course. But I think I'd try to get someone a little bit less.
0: Than Bradley Beal.
1: Right. And, and, and won't cost as much.
0: Yeah. The Harrison Barnes thing is interesting. And I think. Dallas might be tricking themselves into thinking they there can make a run to the with playoffs. Luka, yeah. yeah. Like Luca's having a great Dirk's year last year. Or yeah, two. yeah. 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 They might want to make a run and go to the playoffs. So I don't know if he'll be available in that sense, but if they do slip between now and the trade deadline, and you think, well, you're turning the team over to Luka yeah. anyways. One more. Yeah, here's yeah. OG to go with them. A good defense. Here's OG. Guys, I you just, might have to throw in someone like Serge to you might, match yeah, the money. Yeah. yeah,
1: I know. You're right. Do you yeah. know what I mean? To like yeah. match the money to like make it work? If it's OG and a pick or whatever, and it, yes, I would take Bradley Bill. But it's going to be Siakam. It's going to be Siakam for and you're not sure. And I'm Siakam. not doing that. No,
0: no. no Raptors wouldn't give him Siakam. No. Um, let's see. How long has the Bucks had the number one spot? Come on. Uh, it's been back yeah, and forth over the past like or so. It's been back and forth because the Bucks have had an interesting season, right? Like they, I wrote it down earlier. The Bucks started off seven and zero. Then over their next twenty games, they went eleven and nine. Now their last ten, and then their next ten, they went nine and one.
1: So well. here's a difference though between the Raptors and the Bucks, whether their record is. Tell me who the Bucks have beaten. Yes, I know the Raptors, but they didn't have quite without. The Greek freak in, and yeah, then tell yeah. I'll tell you who the Raptors have beaten without Kawhi in.
0: Yeah, without, no, you know what I mean. Totally. And
1: there's where the difference lies. I agree. Is the Raptors are a much more deeper team than the Bucks. Yes, they got unbelievable, Untukompo. Yeah, it's Giannis. Giannis Antetokounmpo. Giannis. But when, when if you if you and that's why he should be MVP. If when you don't when they don't have him, they're just a, a regular NBA team. Where the yeah. Raptors, all right, without. Kawhi, yeah, can still hang with most of the teams.
0: Uh, here's an interesting comment from Instagram. I'd like to get your take on this. <laughs> How are the Bucks allowed to play Kawhi's laugh? Seems like taunting. And no, it's not funny to make fun of him. It's called bullying. <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> that's interesting. It's an interesting, an interesting yeah, point. I have a little, little bit mean, of fun with it. I mean, who knows? what Kawhi. I don't know of what of the it, rules yeah. are on that per se. Yeah, it does seem like it might be a little too far overboard like because it's in game right like, I never heard that was it were they so it playing during, it a lot so it was during the game we'll the Raptors see. made a turnover and then they would and then you'd hear the PA announcer say uh ball to and then they would it's, just press the button. yeah it's it. Bucks ball we'll see
1: if, and then they play the Kawhi we'll lab. see if uh, Kawhi's asked that after in the post games
0: Um, someone else says, I think Van Fleet wanted to show Lowry his progress. He was watching, Mm -hmm. (laughs) and it's a glasses emoji. (laughs) I think Kyle and Van Fleet have a pretty good relationship. You know what I mean? Um, We see Kyle. We saw it in the last game when Kyle was on the bench, and we saw actually when Van Fleet went down, Kyle was the first person to run over to make sure he was okay and pick him up. Um, I think they have a pretty good relationship, Mm -hmm. and I think that Freddie's definitely learned from Kyle. Kyle has tried to like sort of mentor Freddie and Kyle has bigged up Freddie throughout last year. So I think they have a pretty good relationship, yep. but and Kyle understands the importance of Freddie to the team as well.
1: That Montreal kid should have played Boucher, yeah, Boucher. Everybody's, yeah. everybody's people, saying that too. people
0: want Boucher. And I, I yeah. think it's
1: an interesting, you should be getting CJ's minutes. If, she, if CJ does get it. Well, yeah.
0: it's probably the Monroe minutes, right? Or Cause Monroe, he's going to yeah, get the right, five yeah, minutes. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like with no JV, you're either going to play Siakam at the five. You're either going to play a lot of Monroe or Boucher gets minutes.
1: The Monroe minutes, though, too, is... the veteran, right? I like, like the Monroe minutes. Yeah, yes. you gotta have I like your, the, your, your, the Raptors might even get one of those buyout veterans at the end, right? Mm-hmm. And the the veteran's gonna look and be like, Well you got Monroe and you're not even playing him, so why am I gonna come there, right? And you yeah. those guys, even if they get a minute or two just to be in the locker room, right? Yeah. So you gotta play Monroe a little bit. I get it, yeah. Boucher needs to play more. He's see what he's got, but I just
0: think it's it's tough, right? And like You gotta you,
1: give the veteran respect.
0: You give the veteran the benefit of the doubt, and Until plus I think the up. matchups of being he is your one traditional center that you have in the lineup, right? Mm -hmm. So there's certain matchups where you need the Monroe minutes more so than you need the Boucher minutes. Now, when they turn over and say, we're going to put Pascal at the five, you're just playing your better players more minutes in a hostile game Mm -hmm. than giving more bench minutes. And I'm okay with that. More athletic, yeah. I'm I'm okay with that, right? Like giving more minutes to Siakam, giving him two or three more minutes, and giving Boucher five minutes, right? Like... I don't know the, the real benefit of that. But at the end of the day, I don't know. He's got a earn time. I mean, in a big game like
1: this, you know, fouls and inexperience can yeah. come in big, right? And uh, Monroe's a veteran. like He won't get those silly fouls or cost you the game. Mm-hmm. By a turnover or something, right? I want to get
0: your opinion on this. OG struggles too much. I'm putting Norm ahead of him right now. That's a comment from Instagram. Do you agree with that? Is is Norm ahead of OG right now in the rotation?
1: He's been playing great, and I'm, I'm, it's a good problem to have in a sense where Norm's playing good as he was last year. But yeah, I would, and I've been saying this for almost a month now, is OG needs to go to the basket more. Yeah. He's so athletic. Just settling
0: it's, for too many threes. Just, yeah,
1: it just... I mean, it's good you're... you're you're not scared to shoot, but you're, you're not hitting it. Try a different route. Yeah. Drive more. <laughs> uh,
0: someone agreeing with your point on Harrison Barnes. He says Harrison mm-hmm. is a good choice. He has championship experience yep. with the Warriors. He does. Yeah. He'd be uh, a great. Says Barnes would be great veteran. with Siakam, Leonard, yeah, and man. Green. Guys, Serious ting. And he's. He, I looked at. <laughs> listen, I went through
1: when we were sitting here. You know, just kill sometimes. We go through the stats and everything. Yeah. I went through the top 10. You know, best three-point shooters are shooting efficiency. Efficiency. Shoot, Barnes is there. Yeah, and most of them. Yeah, yeah. He's carrying it up this he's year. He's a
0: solid defender. And and he's only
1: got one more year left, where you can kind of be like, okay, I don't mind paying that twenty-five. You know, and and it's he's only serious. twenty-six.
0: Who would you rather pay next year the twenty-five mil to Serge or Harrison Barnes? Because I'm saying Harrison Barnes. To be honest, like that's or, just is my. Is
1: JV still going to be on the team and everything?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Serge.
1: Yeah, Harrison Barnes gives you more. Yeah, yeah Harrison Barnes, Barnes gives yeah. you more. He's, I a, th- he's a 3 and D I know, man. I think, yeah, defender, right? I, and I Which think is Kawhi- the entire NBA it, right like now. Like he said, man, the championship pedigree that he has with Golden State and all that. He's a young veteran, mean word. He's been through a lot. I think he got in the league pretty young. It's the, the Harrison titan, Barnes, yeah. The
0: 2012 uh, draft year, or something. Yeah. But he seems like he he's been almost through almost a line. Raptor. I'm pretty yeah. sure he was taken just before Terrence Ross. I'm pretty sure I just sure think he would match. really... And
1: guys, there's no rumor to this. This is just somebody that I thought that the Raptors it would fit perfectly with him, especially one of the better shooters in the league right now. That's on a team that's not going to be contending for a playoff spot. That might be enticed take a young OG or something like that that I think would fit perfectly for the
0: Raptors and the thing is for this year right and you get him for next true you're not gonna mind having him on your team next year mm-hmm. especially if there's no Kawhi next year
1: exactly He'll but he also
0: spot. really helps your team this year with Kawhi well, him and Kawhi woof. right oh yeah that would
1: so be, it
0: would it's be nasty. it's interesting it's an interesting I'd rather have him than...
1: Beal, I know Beal's better, but I'm just saying, just for the, the chemistry and not having to, you won't have to give up as much for him or a player like him of his caliber uh, instead of a, a Beal who's a top end, tearing it up one. Yeah. Top 25 player right now, the way he's playing, right? You're going to have to give up a lot for Beal.
0: So, what you're saying is we should start rooting for the Mavs to lose Mavs more to games lose, yeah. <laughs> so that Harrison Barnes becomes available. That'd be great. Um, yeah, so Harrison Barnes was in that what year is this Terrence 2012 Ross, draft? Think, draft. Yeah, 2000 draft 2012. And Harrison Barnes went number seven just ahead of Terrence Ross, so it went Dame Lillard, Harrison Barnes, Terrence Ross in that draft. Wow. And if I'm not mistaken, that would have been the same draft where the Raptors and Warriors were tied for the same record at the end of the year, mm-hmm. and the Raptors lost a coin toss, and wow. that's why the Warriors got the first pick. And if I'm not mistaken, what happened? Oh, interesting point too, Bradley Beal in that draft year, he went third. But anyways, if I'm not mistaken, the way that that year played out, the last game of the season, the Raptors were way out of the playoffs, obviously, but some guy that was on like a 10-day contract Lit went for up. like a crazy like triple-double <laughs> and double the Raptors won. Yeah, the Raptors won. So then they went into a tie with the Warriors and then lost the... The coin toss yeah. had the lesser pick. Ended up getting Terrence Ross instead of Harrison Barnes. And I think you I could.
1: Say, I think you could give them like a. I don't know. I would have to go on the trade trade machine. Machine, yeah, but yeah, yeah. I mean, OG and something or for Harrison Barnes, for OG and maybe CJ or whatever it is. You you can maybe get Harrison Barnes if uh, they're willing to part with them.
0: For sure. Uh, someone's asking about how serious is the Bradley tr- Beal trade talks. You've seen this floating around the internet. I don't you're know if there's any validity to, to it. to give up what they want. It's as serious as you want it to be. Well, people are saying they're mentioning two players and two picks. But I mean, see, the
1: Raptors already gave up the pick for DeRozan. So, yeah, so the... it would have to be a
0: future pick, which I don't know. If, yeah, if I'm like, Washington, I, mean, if, if... I want more picks in this upcoming draft if I'm giving up. Yeah, but him. even if
1: I'm Toronto, I don't want to give a 2022 pick up if maybe Kawhi doesn't sign up.
0: Who knows what you're yeah. Yeah. Be
1: in three years, true. right?
0: <laughs> Definitely true. Definitely true. Um, it's an interesting problem to have, and I also think this was a, a game where you kind of see the peak of the powers of some, of some of the guys in terms of Siakam, in terms mm. of Van Fleet, right? Guys that didn't really have it in a game in a hostile environment, a big boy game on TNT yeah. on Thursday, but then they bounce right back and give Kawhi some help, let's say, right? Yeah, but. Great game for the Toronto Raptors. Again, Raptors win 123-116. Kawhi Leonard, 30 points, 6 rebounds, 6 assists, 5 steals. (laughs) He had 30 points on 8 of 16 shooting. Just a dumb game by the Raptors. Uh, Siakam with 30 points, a new career high. On the flip side, (laughs) Giannis had 43 points on 16 of 25 shooting. Forty three and eighteen for Giannis in the L. So, the flip side of that is Giannis and James Harden are probably like the two MVP candidates right mm-hmm. now, I'd assume. And you mentioned it, right? They have Giannis, we have Kawhi, but they after that, the Brogdon, Raptors, yeah, like
1: Middleton. Eh,
0: you mentioned the Raptors did it without their second All Star, right?
1: Yeah,
0: it, it was an interesting game, and it, it's it's showing you. Just how tough the Eastern Conference playoffs will be, how interesting the Eastern Conference and playoffs Indiana's will be.
1: Indiana's coming strong,
0: too. That's exactly what I was just about to say. No rest for the wicked, right? Raptors. Yep, OG
1: Ananobi. Thing <laughs> yes. against Indiana. Oh, yes. Since then?
0: Oh, man. They've been
1: lights like, so, out. Oladipo's depots finally back to healthy. Miles Turner's playing. It's going to be a tough game tomorrow. Kawhi better player.
0: Yeah, better play. Kawhi. I mean, I don't know what's up with Kyle. I'd, you'd assume that because he's going through these hard workouts daily now or yeah. on game days that he's getting Kyle closer to playing. Tomorrow. I think he plays. Hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully. Or I mean, especially if you think Fred might be banged up. Yeah. Kawhi's gonna play on the second night of a back to back for a first time, but also the starters had to play heavy minutes in this game. Yeah. All, uh, Maybe Travolta Kyle Donald, being able to give twenty minutes right might help? help. Yeah. Could yeah. help. Either way, great game for the Toronto Raptors. Great game for the Wrap It Up podcast. As I mean the mood is just so much different, right? After a Raptors, like, big win like that, even though, and I don't mean in terms of good or bad podcast, because I think, like, when they lose a game like they did against the Spurs, we're still fired yeah, up, and that's, like, entertaining. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's still so much to talk about after but the I love losses.
1: wins with big games like this. This was yeah. a big game, especially because we had lost the previous two to Milwaukee,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, to go in their yard and beat them like this, because we're going to see them in the playoffs, trust me, guys. Yeah, That was big. This is big.
0: The Raptors blew the last game against Milwaukee, yes, right? They were Brogdon right there. Three. Kyle yeah. missed the three that would have made the Raptors up yes. six with a minute to go. And I just Brogdon that just all clicked it. in my head. I yeah.
1: remember that too. Brogdon tied it and then hit the go ahead three. Yeah,
0: yeah, so it was a big win for the Raptors in that sense. Again, they were one, one in five in their last six road games. Go into a hostile environment in Milwaukee, pull out a big time victory great offensive ball movement, great defense from the Raptors, withheld some runs, withheld some runs, shot some threes. It was a great team victory. I put this win right up there with the other big wins of the season, whether you're talking about the Golden State win. Yeah. The Golden State win, the Clippers, Lakers wins, like whatever the most impressive wins of the season is, this is definitely one of them. So that's, that's my take. Again, I look forward to what everyone's gonna have to say, whether it's on Instagram, whether it's on Twitter, all that. Where you know you can find this podcast live after each and every Toronto Raptors game. But if you miss that, it's okay. Got you covered. It's a podcast, right? You can listen to it later on while you're on your way to the club this Saturday night, or you're doing whatever, or the next Sunday morning. are going to
1: Pro Line tomorrow in the
0: morning, right?
1: Just listen it up.
0: Something to listen to, which you can find on iTunes, SoundCloud google play and youtube just search on blast podcast shout out again to the youtube community and the just the the podcast community as that continues to grow and blow up and things are going really well and again this doesn't happen without you guys the listeners the viewers helping us through giving us your take liking the podcast sharing the podcast we appreciate all of that stuff because it doesn't happen without you guys shouts indeed uh mikey where can people find you if they want to hit you up on the socials and and you know get your take week
1: to week you hit me on the youtube page too that we do it any comments questions stuff that we said you liked or didn't like yeah you can hit me up on instagram if you want mike bello b-e-l-l-o underscore six hit me up guys
0: and you can find me sheldon alexander on instagram at Shell Alexander on Twitter, live after each and every Toronto Raptors game. And as always, I used to pray for times like this to rhyme like this. This is the Wrap It Up on Blast Raps post-game show. As always, unpolished and unapologetic. Until next time, which would be tomorrow against the Pacers. Big Big, game. Big game. Peace. See ya. On blast.